Welcome to the Munchkin Minute, your bi-weekly look into some tabletop gaming news and more. I'm your host, Dan Dan, the board game man, and this is your news for November 16th, 2020. It's a lighter week in news uh, being right before American Thanksgiving, so release news is a bit slower, but I suspect there may be a news dump and release and sale info will come out a little bit more later this month as Christmas starts coming in uh, the holiday season and then the beginning of the year next year. Uh, but this is a kind of a decent time for Kickstarter as the last push for the end of the year, where Kickstarter tends to be a, a quite lighter around the holidays. So right now it ramps up a bit, then you've got the holidays, and then a lot of times beginning of the year you may see it uh, kind of kick up again. Uh, however, the next week or two, since retailers will likely be slower with many states cracking down on indoor shopping and gathering, I suspect we'll see a ton of publishers and retail outlets slashing prices for online sales. So as the Black Friday sales start coming, keep an eye on Twitter and other areas because there are a lot of the publishers such as Portal and Asmodee and a lot of them will have a lot of big sales coming out. So uh, just keep an eye on that. One such early bit of news is uh, the Asmodee who's put a they're big on a map policy, which is minimum advertised price. Uh, so what that means is that publishers, I mean, uh, sorry, retailers cannot go below certain pricing. So they have a little bit of a controlled pricing. Some uh, publishers do this, not all of them, but some of them do that. So it really hampers a little bit of the online sales and uh, even FLGS from trying to you know get some of those lower sales. However, they've announced a map holiday, which will start on 12.01 Eastern on November 15th. And it's going to end at 11.59 on November 30th. So basically December 1st will be over. Now, uh, even the discounters can't discount, like I said, below the map. But with this map holiday, you can see the rare Asmodee games being deeply discounted for online and holiday sales. So like I said, when you see Black Friday, you may see a lot of Asmodee games actually going on sale on some of these retailers. Now, again, you'll, you'll get the regular pricing. Uh, we'll go back to normal on December 1st. Cryptozoic has announced Batman the Dark Knight Returns board game. This is a solo board game. Um, still not a whole lot of information is available, and Cryptozoic will be doing a Kickstarter next year, but uh, I'll give you the information that has come out. Uh, they say, in the solitaire Batman the Dark Knight Rises board game, you play the world's greatest detective who's been pulled back from the retirement into a gritty Gotham. Do everything you can to beat back the relentless tide of ruthless mutants, cops, and press looking to bring you down. Instead of traditional leveling up, the game is a game of attrition. An old Batman tries to survive one final gauntlet facing old and new villains such as Two-Face, Billy Berserk, and the Joker, and even his most powerful ally, the Man of Steel himself. Say They say the game will play a standalone missions or in one epic playthrough, which the results of each mission carry over to the next. So this looks pretty cool because uh, especially with lockdown and such, solo gaming has become more and more up my alley. And if this is a really good uh, solo version, you know, and it's got Daryl Andrews and Morgan uh, Dantonville. So Daryl Andrews of Sagrada fame and Morgan Dantonville did a lot of a lot of the Mayfair games back in the day. Uh, but he's uh, kind of come out and done the co, you know, co-design with Daryl Andrews here. So this is what I'm really looking forward forward to uh, by Cryptozoic Entertainment that'll come out again next year. Renegade Game Studios has announced some more info on the Power Rangers deck building game, uh, which will be out. That game itself should be out in quarter two, which is around Origins time, if there is an Origins next year, of next year, 2021. Now, being that this is a game by Matt Hira, I suspect it'll kind of feel much like the DC deck building game that he created, the Cerebus engine. So uh, without it being a complete retread of that engine, it'll probably be a lot of the same with some improvements. So an easy to learn, quick playing, and just plain fun deck building game. And if you like that IP, that's going to be really good. 
good as well. So what they say about the Power Rangers deck building game, a competitive deck building game that puts one to two heroes against one to two villains. In this asymmetrical game, the hero and villain sides will play a bit differently, but in the end, they'll both have the same goal to crush your enemies. During your turn, you play cards to generate shards and enemies. You use shards to buy cards or battle adversaries in game rewards. You can attack the opposing team and using attack cards, and when you are attacked, you can defend with block cards. At the end of your turn, you'll perform any quote-unquote end-of-turn actions and discard cards you played that turn, take one damage for each adversary in the grid, and then refill your hand of five cards. The first side to reduce their opponent's hit points to zero wins. So a lot of times with these deck-building games, I like to say they're a lot more strategic when you just play them two players. So I'm guessing this will be kind of a one-on-one game because the two to four players in 30 to 70 minutes that'll be out next year. But being that you know, you're going to have the hero and a villain side, this will probably this might play more like the DC deck-building game Rivals that they put out where it was one versus one. Uh, and you're basically both trying to get cards out of the middle row to shape your deck and then fighting each other and trying to really build your deck to crush the opponent. So since it says one to two heroes, one to two villains, it sounds like it's going to be a little bit closer to that, but also really, really good and a lot of fun. AG has stuck to its early this year announcement. They'll, they'll be releasing less games in 2020. Uh, and in my opinion, they've done a really good job just releasing top-notch quality games in those limited re- releases with games like Mariposas and Santa Monica and also the Dead Reckoning Kickstarter. Uh, but they announced some small box expansions that'll be coming out uh, later this year. And they're going to be, it could be some good, really good stocking stuffers since some of these are actually considered November, December releases. So you'll probably be able to get them just in time for the holidays. So a couple of these releases, Tiny Towns, Tiny Trees, that'll be out in November. Also in November, Mystic Veil Evergreen, which should be a small box expansion for Mystic Veil, which is that uh, kind of a deck construction game with the transparencies. God, I love that game. Space Base Biodome, that should be out in December. And Valley of the Kings Necropolis, also out in December. And then going into 2021, Smash Up Goblins, The Captain is Dead, The Problems with Priggles, and The Cat Lady Kittens. Those will all be out in, those last three will be out in 2021. And finally, uh, it's in the news, not really unexpected, but Gamma has canceled Gamma Expo 2021 in person. It'll instead have a bunch of virtual days planned for demo games and uh, playing and, and uh, probably interviews and some other panels and such, but those will all be virtually. Now, this is usually, an expo is usually in Reno each year, and it's just kind of a huge gathering of publishers and retails, and that's where you get a lot of the information because they show off a lot of the new releases for the upcoming year. It's not your regular old con, it's really just for the, uh, you know, just more for the retailers to see the games to so that they'll want to uh, you know, see what they want to purchase from the distributors. Uh, in 2020, it happened right before kind of the state started getting shut down. Uh, so it did happen this year. But um, now it's not officially said without, you know, who will be doing it. But since in the past, it's kind of the best coverage in the expo, in my opinion, was from the BGG demos. And so I'm really hoping that most of the demos and such that we'll be seeing will be from Aldi, Eric Martin, and, and the rest of the BGG crew. Uh, hopefully they'll be handling those. In my opinion, the best way to get those videos and rather look at them kind of on each individual game you know once it's over you look them on the the, the game pages on bgg because they they kind of separate out all those demos which is a great way to see more info of the games coming up this year or you can just sit down and throw it on in the background where you're doing other things in in march again this is a the gamma expo virtual in march of 2021 i believe it's about the 16th and 21st and such you'll see some of them 
Moving on to Kickstarter. First up, we have the Mariana Trench. This is up on Kickstarter. It has about a week to go as of this recording. It is well-funded. This is by Tristan Rossin, but it's a pretty cool, you know, underwater uh, sea game uh, where you're kind of exploring the trenches where you're, it's a ca- small little, smaller little card game where you're trying to uh, kind of have a lot of the exploration. It's got a lot of, you know, symbols on the cards and kind of a very quick 10 to 15 minute playing game. You can play it solo or two players. And they say it's an easy to pick up game mechanic that can be learned in minutes with simple and intuitive AI mechanics for solo play. Uh, this is a game that you can get a copy uh, for about $24 US. Uh, one game would be $18, 18 pounds, um, which is, again, about $24 US. And there's also a play mat that's available that you can add on for about the same price. Next up is the Transcontinental. This is a Euro kind of worker placement game. Uh, worker placement, pick up and deliver for one to four players about building the Canadian Transcontinental Railway. This has got about three and a half weeks to go, and it is funded as well. This is from Glenn Drescher. This game won a lot of different independent kind of indie awards uh, out there, but it has a, a cool little, has this kind of a, a decent depth to it. So it's kind of like a medium weight Euro game where kind of as the trains are going up, you're moving your... Uh, pawns around doing different actions and helping to kind of build the uh, the railway. So it does have a good weight to it, but man, it looks really good. One to four players, plays about one to two and a half hours, uh, 14 and up, and has a pretty good information out there on the page itself. This is also in Canadian dollars. So this will be Canadian $67 to get the builder's pledge, which is your main pledge, or $52 US and the shipping I believe it's only about 15 or $20 to us. So this is a very good affordable uh, game there. The transcontinental next up the pursuit of happiness, big box and nostalgia expansion. Now I've always really, I've always said I've really liked the pursuit of happiness. Uh, it's a game that's kind of feels like Euro life, like the game of life, uh, which is kind of just a roll and roll and move. It's not great. It's a game that I always loved as a kid, but as you get older and play some more Euro games or I'm sorry, more hobby board games, it's not great, but this takes the game of life and turns it into a real, Really fun Euro game. The Pursuit of Happiness and also the Pursuit of Happiness Nostalgia, which you can get in there. And the big box will have a lot of really good inserts and other bits for you. This is about two and a half weeks to go. It is well-funded as well. It's about $60 uh, to get the big box deluxe, which is probably what you're going to want to get on there uh, to have the deluxe components. But you can just get $40 just to get the regular components. You can also get the all-in pledge, which is $130 which will give you the big box, nostalgia expansion, some gameplays, core game, community expansion, experiences expansion, and a bunch of promo packs. Now, I will say this, it did have an early bird, so if you're not a fan of early birds, you may want to wait till this one comes on over here from Stronghold Games to pick it up, but if you just want to get it at ASAP, this one will, looks like it is delivering uh, December of next year for the big box, but that is Pursuit of Happiness, the big box. Next up, I want to talk about Star Scrappers Orbital. This has got only a few days left. So as of listening to this, you'll have less than a week to go. But this is a game by J- Jacob Frixilius in the Star Scrappers universe. This is Star Scrappers Orbital. It's a pretty cool kind of drafting card game where you're kind of making up your own little uh, your own little space station, so to speak. And as you're kind of playing cards into your space station, you are kind of activating the different areas and putting your meeples out there to get different points. And to, uh, there is a little bit of in the core set, which is only about, uh, $32. Sorry. It's probably 32 euros, which is going to be 38, uh, $38 to get in on that one. But there is a little bit of take that. So, I mean, I think you can probably play without take that, but I don't think it's a heavy take that game where you can kind of attack each other there, but it does look like you're getting a lot in this box for about $38. And if you're 
you're a Terraforming Mars fan, another game by Jacob Frixilius uh, is probably something that's going to be right up your alley because you know there's going to be some good depth in card play uh, as well. Again, that is less than six days to go. Uh, this is Star Scrappers Orbitals. Last up, oh, I'm such a sucker for these games. This is got a week and a half ago. This is called Bard Sung. Inspire songs and live your legend as cooperative RPG Dungeon Explorer for one to five players. Well, well, well funded. Almost a half a million dollars as of this recording. But this has that feel of kind of, yes, again, kind of the Gloomhaven feel to it. So these games are very, very popular. A bunch of minis in this game plays in about an hour, an hour and a half. But again, you're talking about kind of a campaign game uh, where you're going to play either a long campaign or play it out there. God, this looks so good. I can't stress enough. If you're kind of the type of person that loves Gloomhaven, go ahead and click on the link in here. Or uh, or if you're waiting for Frosthaven and you've already completed Gloomhaven, this may be another one of those games that will help bring you to where you want to go. So it looks like you can get the Hero Pledge, which is going to be $99 US, and that'll get you the core box and all stretch goals. There's also the Legend Pledge, which gives you a hell of a lot of stuff, and that's going to be $250. So if you're looking for something to sink some sink your teeth into, this is from Steamforge Games. And uh, um, it's going to give you a lot of minis. So uh, if you like minis and or if you want to use them in something else or if you just like games with minis, this is a dungeon crawl with minis. And of course, Steamforge does a lot of great miniature type board games. Uh, you've got, you know, going to be a little pricey, but if it's something that is something that you know you'll play all of, that'll be a good thing. Again, that is Bard Sung, and I'll have all the links to all these Kickstarters in the show notes as well. Thanks for joining me today. If you see any news you think I'd like to feature, shoot me a message at Blog on Twitter. Also, please check out Majorspoilers.com for more content by Steven and the rest of the Major Spoilers crew. As always, I'm Dan Dan, the Board Game Man, and I'll see everyone in about two weeks for another Munchkin Minute. And I want to say happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Please be kind to one another. We'll see ya. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.